0: All right, that song can mean only one thing. Rob Pizzola is going to join us here. Rob Pizzola is a professional sports gambler from the great nation of Canada. And you can follow him on Twitter at Rob Pizzola. He comes to us courtesy of BetStamp. BetStamp compares odds at dozens of sports books and automatically shows you where to bet so you can get the best odds and save money. So you can download the BetStamp app today. And Rob, I always tell you, has the Hammer Betting Network as well. If you're interested in sports gambling, you should be following them on Twitter at the Hammer HQ, or you could visit the website TheHammer.bet. Hello, Rob. Hello, Mark. I see you're wearing a uh, Toronto shirt. Uh, what uh, little hoodie there? Is that... Uh, Maple Leafs, Blue Jays,
2: Toronto Maple Leafs. I I can't even believe you're asking me that question with the, the I do
0: see the Maple Leaf leaf up there. I just uh, didn't know if they put that on every Toronto (laughs) team or not. I didn't know if that was something that was required.
2: It is not. And I still can't get over. I mean, obviously this team has been around for a long time. They've changed their name several times. Used to be the Toronto arenas, Toronto St. Pat's. uh, But I don't know how Maple Leafs started. Like obviously the plural of leaf is leaves, right? Seems like someone just made a mistake and they rolled with it for like the next 75 years and no one has bothered to do anything.
0: About and it. so do you say like to your friends, hey, the Leafs are playing tonight or do you say the Leaves are playing tonight? So I, I say the Leafs, but I'll often say the Leaves just as a joke amongst friends. But yeah, it's, they're the Leafs. Go Leafs go. Is the, anyway, is the Rob, Rob Pizzola is with us. So on this show, officially for the Super Bowl, he went three and three. But he actually did a little better than that. So I want to bring everybody up to speed. And Crowder and I talked about it earlier in the week. Um, one of the things, this was not an official pick. But one of the things that you had said to us was bet Kansas City third quarter, if that's available to you because you said Andy Reid and his halftime adjustments are just unparalleled. You handicapped that game perfectly. I'm guessing the game played out the way that you had expected, which is maybe Philadelphia has the lead going into halftime. Kansas City gets it together in the second half.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. I should have had a more successful Super Bowl from a live betting perspective, because typically for me, whenever Kansas City goes down, they're almost auto live betting. Like, you've seen that now Mahomes is 14-10 and in his career when trailing by double digits in a game, which is just absurd. But the problem was Mahomes got hurt before the half, so we had no idea if that was going to be a lasting, impactful injury in the second half. It didn't obviously matter in the final of the game with Kansas City scoring three straight touchdowns coming out of the uh, halftime there. So I should have done better, honestly. Probably should have – bet kansas city live in game and, and stuck to my own advice but i did have kansas city minus a half in the third quarter from a pre-game bet as well uh overall good super bowl solid game to watch as a neutral fan won most of my bets so hard to complain but yeah i mean that that's just like one of those that's a missed opportunity mark
0: well, here are the ones that he gave us. If you weren't listening last week, he gave us Jarek McKinnon over 20 and a half receiving yards. He ended with 15. So that was a loss. Mm-hmm. Gave us A.J. Brown over 70 and a half receiving yards. He ended with 96. That was a win. Patrick Mahomes, he said, take the under on passing yards. We didn't do it. I, I couldn't pull the trigger on that. And he was under by a mile. You nailed that one. You had Jalen Hurts, anytime TD. I mean, I wish I had that 50. I, I wish I had it for every TD that he scored. And another one that you handicapped perfectly, which was you said when it gets down into the red zone and really from, you know, four, three, two, one yards out, Jalen Hurts is the offense. And that's exactly what we all saw on Sunday. So you nailed that bet. And then the other two you had was Hurts to throw an INT and Mahomes to throw an INT. And I actually thought we might get it on the final play of the game when hurts he that had he gotten a little bit of more air under that, I think we get our interception there. I think so as well. I think he just slipped. But I, I will say, and
2: this, you know, this is on me. I'm handicapping the games. You have to know everything that's going to be going on with the game. Had I known the field conditions were going to be so bad, it really affected the pass rush for both teams. Um, we saw this when Buffalo played Cincinnati earlier in the playoffs, where it was snowing throughout the game. They couldn't get their footing. Defensive linemen were just slipping all over the place throughout the entirety of the game. And if you can't get a pass rush, that's going to mitigate the chances of interceptions happening as well. So wish I had known that. I don't know. Like they grew this Although, field how for two you know years. That? Like, well, I mean, everything before the game was like, they, they've artificially, like they, they've they had the, all these botanists in and they've grown this grass for the last two years. And it's like, they spent $800,000 on the grass for this Super Bowl. And it's the worst grass in the history of of humanity i mean maybe the paint had something to do with it i don't know but no one could find traction and that kind of killed the interceptions bets uh, unfortunately because no no team could get home both both pocket passers basically had a, as much time as they wanted
0: yeah it said to uh, solana and crowder this week i said you know what i think the nfl learns a lesson there which is don't release all these stories about how uh, ingenious the turf is till after the game just release the story after the game, because then you don't end up with egg on your face.
2: You're always supposed to undersell yourself. Yeah, You never <laughs> oversell that just leads to, to bad expectations from people completely agree. Horrible PR move by the NFL. That, that kind of stuff you got, you got to undersell it yourself. Do that like, it's just common sense.
0: Do you, uh, do you get the same? Cause you know how much money is spent on commercials for the Super Bowl. That is the, uh, the, the prime real estate when it comes to advertising in the U S do you, do they run those commercials? Obviously you get different commercials because you're not watching it on the American broadcast. Um, do you get different commercials, but do they show you like, do you get to see all these uh, wild commercials or no?
2: So I see them in the next day. I used to go out of my way to watch the American broadcast for the Super Bowl. So I would get the commercials. And then after three or four years, I'm like, these commercials stink. Why am I doing this? Because the game is <laughs> ends up being delayed 30 seconds for me if I'm watching the U.S. stream. Oh. So I basically just got back to the, the, the Canada commercials and I watch the, the good ones the next day. I was a big fan of the Breaking Bad commercial, that was uh, good. which I, I love the show. So I thought that was really good. What a letdown on this Gronk kick of destiny like there, there first of all I bet on Gronk to make that kick so I'm I'm a little bit sour in in terms of but horrendous I I again I'm the idiot here because I thought for some reason I don't know why I thought this but I thought Gronk was just going to come out on the field everyone thought it and kick a 25 yard field goal off a tee and instead they cut to this live shot live in quotations obviously not live and I thought it went in first but I I still couldn't believe what I had walked like I sat in silence with everybody that watched that game with me for like two minutes just like what did we just witness did this actually happen yeah reality
0: I I, uh you know we went to the all-star Friday night and when Solana and I were walking out I said we never talk about this again because it was a terrible live event. It is so made for TV. It's a terrible live event. Um, that Gronk kick. First of all, everyone expected the same thing, which is what? The Dr. Pepper halftime during the bowl games where they trot out the kids and they're doing okay. the chest passes to try to win scholarships. Like for whatever reason, we all had the same thing in our head, which was he was going to walk out on the field at halftime and have to boot a field goal. And there was going to be some excitement about it. So it wasn't there. And then, like you say, they write live up on the TV. It is so obviously not live. It almost looks like it's done in a studio. It doesn't even look like it's on a football field. It's so narrow, you'd think, because there's a lot of money on the line, that they'd have myriad angles, and you'd think this was the part that blew me away. With the amount of money and and the amount of excitement that they generated leading up to that, You'd think they'd buy a minute or two minutes and have a little pregame, postgame, a couple of replays. I think they bought like 15 seconds to air that thing. It was one of the biggest letdowns. I'll tell you, it was a bigger letdown. I don't know if you saw the M&M's commercial with Maya Rudolph. It's one of the worst, most unfunny commercials I've ever seen. That Gronk thing was a disaster, though. It did feel like it was CGI'd.
2: Like, I've never seen a 25-yard field goal. Like curve as and and people were like, Oh, it's really windy in Arizona now. I'm like, no, I'm not buying this. They did have one alternate angle, which they released on like the FanDuel Twitter account, which showed that it did miss, but it was like, like you said, Mark, it was 15 seconds. I was confused. I I, I'm like, is this the kick? Is this actually the kick that they spent months hyping up? On top of that, I think that Gronk should never get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame after this. (laughs) There has to be
0: repercussions
2: from this. I'm with you. If you are a, a professional athlete and you cannot kick a 25 yard field goal after practicing for months, I'm sorry. Gronk, great career as a tight end, arguably the best tight end to ever play, but see you later. You should be ineligible at that.
0: Point. Right. Because everything you've done on a football field has to count. And, and that, you know, that was a football field or a studio or something, but that has to count. It's, it's, the
2: Hall of Fame is reserved for the best of the best. And whatever he accomplished over the course of his career, completely ruined by not being able to kick. You can pull like people off the street now to kick 25 yard field goals. And they would go with no one rushing them off of a tee. And these people would go like 50% on average. And this is a, an athlete, a professional athlete who's conquered base. Like he, one of my friends played college baseball against him and like was a pitcher and Gronk took him yard a couple of times. Like he was a great baseball player and then football player, but 25-yard field goal, that's, that's just like a reputation ruiner. And just to be part of this entire, quote-unquote, spectacle, which it wasn't, by the way, uh, I think is also just deserving of, like, completely... It was bad enough that Gronk is doing, like, these commercials where he's trying to basically, like, steal money from veterans and stuff, like, calling the insurance company, like, complete (laughs) committing fraud, basically. But now this
3: kick thing, I'm done with Gronk, basically.
0: Yeah. So, Lonnie, I see you nodding your head on the 25-yard field goal. I know with your irrational confidence, you believe you could have hit that.
3: Rob, I go 9 of 10. Uh, There's no doubt about it. But I will say, I didn't watch that live. And when I watched the replay, I thought it went in. And then I read all about the controversy – I think uh, it was fan duel, right? Like every or uh, yeah, fan duel. I think they ended up like having some sort of silver lining where like everybody just got paid out 5 bucks or something like that if you if you had to make it. But
0: there are people who bet legit money in their yeah. own sports book on it, right? Cuz Rob, weren't you a, like you didn't have to bet on their sports book, like you could bet okay. on the Gronk kick. So here's what I did.
2: I bet I parlayed Gronk to make his kick <laughs> with both teams to win the game, two separate parlays cuz it paid better, the odds were better to do that. So I just right. I needed you him to You figured it was a kick. sure thing.
0: One of the teams is obviously going to win and he's for sure going to make like, this field goal. This guy's got to be
2: 95%, like he's not going to But I thought he was going to kick in the stadium, he wasn't going to embarrass himself in front of every. Like like he's going hard to make this kick. And I I we, you know, I'm not joking. I'm I'm with a group of guys that it's dead silence for a minute. Everyone's trying to process what's happened here. And then we're like, do we continue watching? Like, we're like, did he make this kick? Everyone's like, I think that kick went in. So we missed about three minutes of the game, rewinding just to watch slow motions. And I I swear the ball disappeared behind the upright. I watched this over and over. I'm like, what is happening? Until they show this alternate angle on... Um, and this is now, like, I'm getting into conspiracy territory where right? I don't want to be here right now. I, I'm not that guy, like, asking for refunds, this player got hurt, pay me back my money, whatever. Like, But I don't know what happened here. Like, it, it's not adding up. The, 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 the angles do not add up to me.
0: Yeah, and you don't put yourself on the line for that to happen. But the weird thing is, if you would put money on it, obviously, and you think that it kind of went in, then they start shooting off fireworks. And they all rush him. And and so, like, you're like, well, what would have happened if he missed? Because you're like, it has to have gone in. And then you're like, well, wait a second, that celebration is because he missed it. Like, what like it was so confusing. I'm glad you brought that up. We hadn't talked about that all week. Why were they blowing off fireworks? I, I, I don't know
2: what happened. There's so many things, you know. One of, one of my friends pointed out that he didn't see the ball land. And when we kept watching it over and over, the ball looks like it's just disappear. I, I don't, I don't know what happened here. I honestly don't know. Like you know, I'm I'm not a conspiracy theorist guy, and like the you know people who think that they fake the moon landing in a studio or whatever. But this seemed like it was in a studio. Like it almost it looked, did. It it looked so fake, and I don't know. We're I guess we're talking about it, so FanDuel's getting their value out of it. But they'll never do that again that way. Uh, that I mean, way. No chance. There was already one sportsbook that did like the, the points bet, did the Drew Brees lightning strike stuff earlier this year, which I don't know if you guys saw that, but yeah. that was pr- arguably the worst campaign marketing <laughs> campaign for a sports book of all time. It's now been topped. FanDuel has now topped it. Like <laughs> unintentional the Drew either. Brees fake getting yeah. hit by lightning. Whoever thought that was a good idea. I don't know. But this whole Gronk kick, which they, they just promoted for months on end to end with a 15-second, like, head-scratcher? And, like, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, Rob Bizzola, again, you can follow him on Twitter, at Rob Bizzola. Uh, we don't have much. I just wanted to bring you on and talk about the, uh, the Super Bowl and how the prop bets look. But the Panthers are in Washington tonight. No Ovechkin for the Caps. I think I saw Panthers at a, a minus 120 favorite. you have anything on the Panthers game tonight?
2: So I do, but I'm I'm kind of going off the board with what I bet on the Panthers game tonight. So I'll, I'll start with with the main things for... Washington has a bunch of injuries. Ovechkin's father passed away. He's flown back home to, to deal with that. Tom Wilson's probably not back in the lineup. He's getting close. They have a few other players that are out. So Washington's pretty depleted team. For Florida, though, Sam Bennett is out for tonight's game. He got banged up when they lost 6-2 to the Blues. And typically, whenever I see someone get banged up I out of the lineup it's who is going to replace that person in the lineup so who's moving into Sam Bennett's second line center spot it's E2 Lo- I can't pronounce Losterinen. the name Losterinen or Losterinen however it's said and he's still priced the same way to score a goal as he was in previous games so pretty much any sports book on the planet you can get Losterinen to score a goal at four to one tonight, which I really like when you consider the fact that he's playing alongside Kachuk and Verhage, and he'll probably get some power play time as well. So I have a prop bet on him to score at four to one. I've also bet him to score the first goal of the game at 25 to 1 and the last goal of the game at 25 to 1 as well. So that's going to be my rooting interest for
0: tonight. The Etu Losterinen game, Florida. This is great. I mean, this guy goes deep. The etu lost game tonight in Washington. And the Panthers need this one. So behead, Rob. You know what? It,
2: so if I had to bet the game, I would bet the under tonight. Because this is going to feel like a playoff game. Obviously, these teams matched up in the playoffs last year. But this is Florida basically chasing Washington for that last wildcard spot. It's going to be a very tight game, in my opinion. And typically, when you get these tight games late in the regular season, all these games you know may have an impact you tend to see teams play a little bit tighter defensive minded Bobrovsky's played great since the all-star break he's been really good since he's come back um I I I think the you know I think the total's a little bit too high it's always scary with Florida games like it could go off the rails in any single Panthers game but if I was going to bet it I, I I have a marginal lean towards the under in the game
0: all right, there you go. Rob Bizzola, follow him on Twitter, at Rob Bizzola. You have anything for him, Solana?
3: I do, actually, Rob. I know it's because I'm a heat homer, but Tyler Hero, to win the three-point shooting contest, he's at plus 600 right now. He's tied with, uh, I think it's um, Halliburton for the longest odds. He loves the spotlight. I just like the idea of Hero. Like, do you think there's actual value there? Is there any chance he could win this? I think everyone in the lineup can win
2: it. I mean, typically speaking around the All-Star game, I don't think that, uh, like, I'm the, I'm not the right guy that's going to handicap this. I basically go through and say, okay, three-point competition, who's the longest shot on the board? I know this guy can make threes. I'm going to bet him for a rooting interest. Dunk contest, like, the dunk contest odds every, every year are skewed heavily towards one player. We don't know what these guys are going to do. There's Some of these guys been practicing dunks for a year and a half that they're going to break out in these competitions, so... For me, it's just, like, find a long shot and bet it. Um, I I don't that, – you know, that's why I bet the home run derby in baseball. Give yourself a rooting interest that that pays, like, a, a big parlay, basically.
0: We were talking about it yesterday with Crowder. There's a white guy in the dunk contest, and uh, Mac McClung, and, and he's the biggest long shot. And I think the white guys are going to get graded on a curve because if you do something great in the dunk contest <laughs> – People go, oh, and he's white, and so I think he's worth a flyer. I mean,
2: possibly you have to look at the judges as well for these competitions. I guess alone, for... he loves white people. I, I mean, <laughs> all right. I mean, it could be one of those situations though, where he, you know, he's impressed by what a white man can do. You're, you're right. Maybe this guy looks like he doesn't have the hops, and then all of a sudden, um, that's an interesting angle, Mark. I, I can't say that I've thought of that angle, but. I will bet him, and I will credit you with the victory if it comes through.
0: I think we should start doing this. I think we should start basing a lot of our bets on race. How do you think that'll go over?
2: I think as long as you don't tweet it. <laughs> it's it's. I don't know what the listenership is on I mean, this show. Yeah, They re-signed you, you, Crowder, to a contract recently. It's got to be decent. It's got to be one decent listenership. Think. So one would think I don't, I mean, you might actually already be canceled. For, <laughs> by the time this
0: show, we're trying to go under the radar. But I don't think I'm going to end up being under the radar if I talk about using race as a. uh, uh Yeah, I, I'm I, gonna. I would, I'm going out like Jimmy the Greek here. <laughs> I would. Steer,
2: I would steer clear of that one for All sure. Right, I enough. actually have to one more thing. I don't. In terms of timing, I have to tell you the Super Bowl prop bet that I lost a ton of money on, which you'll die of laughter for this one. So I lost. I'm, I'm not scared to, to to say this. I lost $18,000 on this bet, okay? Oh, which was no kick in the Super Bowl to hit an upright at minus oh 550. Oh,
0: my God. And Harrison what, Butker. What was it? Minus, minus
2: 550.
0: Holy okay. mackerel.
2: That was the first field goal attempt. It was the first one. It was Harrison Butker. It just, I could see it right off his foot like it was just curving and curving towards that upright um so you know listen i still won money on the super bowl because i bet my god yes jalen hurts first touchdown eight to one jalen hurts last touchdown eight to one both of those cashed so that saved me from that disastrous minus 550 but imagine losing that type of bet and like Trying to sleep at night,
0: basically. Oh my God. That is, that is, that like, like, that sucks the life out of me because we had both teams to hit a 32 plus yard field goal in the Mm. game. And I think that was, I don't even know if it was minus or plus. It was probably plus something. Um, But we had that. And when Harrison Butker missed that, I said, you know, I turned to my wife. I'm like, oh, that's going to kill that bet because, and then, you know, um, Who's the Eagles kicker? Because you someone give us a prop Jake on Elliott. him. Yeah, Jake Elliott. He he kicked one and and we never got that Butker one back. I cannot believe that you had no clank and he clanked it on the first field goal attempt.
2: So for me, it's always probabilities, right? And if you're betting, minus 550 is roughly 85%. So I'm looking at these odds and I'm like, there is no way that 15% of the time in a game, someone is hitting an upright. Like it's probably closer to 5%. But what you have had happen is in like four of the last six Super Bowls, an upright has been hit. So the everyone wants to bet this. They think that this is like some, so people are taking like three to one, four to one, horrible odds, horrible, horrible bets, which all won by the way, but horrible, horrible bets. And I'm here, great number absolutely great bet, wrong result.
0: Oh, my God. Is that painful, Solana? I mean, you almost fell out of your chair. That is I, – I can't imagine the enormity of that bet, first of all.
3: Rob, we lost that bet on the field goals that Hawk just mentioned, and I despise Harrison Butker, but we lost like 50 bucks each. Yeah, right. I don't know what I would do if I lost $18,000 oh. because – he hit the what upright. a way
0: though to watch every field goal to have that amount of money on it and all you're rooting for is for it not to hit an upright. I mean it's a, it's an unbelievable way to have skin in the game on field goals and like you said most of the time it's not going to hit the upright but you do get that feeling of being alive while it's happening. I cannot imagine your reaction when that clanked.
2: Well, I mean, listen, there there's <laughs> there's people that have suffered way worse. Right? There was there was a Super Bowl where you could bet like no safety at minus 2,000. And a lot of people lost that. And then the next year, the odds became even better because everyone wanted to bet that there was going to be a safety. So the next year, you could bet like minus 1,000 on no safety, which is a great, great price. And there was a safety in back to back Super Bowls. I think it was the Broncos and Seahawks one where the, the first play was a safety of the yeah. game because it got snapped over Russell Wilson's head. And then the following Super Bowl, there was also a safety. So there's been way worse than that. But like I, I win bets like that. I bet Hassan Reddick not to win MVP, forty eight thousand dollars to win two thousand. He's not. was not going to win MVP. Like he's going to have to have three sacks in the game and a touchdown. Like it's not going to happen. <laughs> and it's, it's a winner. So like I, I'm not scared of those types of bets if I think it's a very valuable bet.
0: Right, every now and then I'll see that on social media where you know, like BetMGM just took this bet, you know, and it's a hundred and sixteen thousand dollars to to win thirty five hundred, and I'm like, good lord. Well, good congratulations on Hassan Reddick not winning. He did not MVP. win
2: MVP, but that that kick hitting the upright. And listen, when when you make those types of bets, and like your friends know, it's very uncomfortable, right? I bet because I'm just there, and like I'm like. I'm basically calling it like it's going to happen, but I'm, I'm saying it because you will kind of want to make yourself feel better. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I called it to happen. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, knowing my luck, Butker's going to hit the upright on this field goal. Boom, snap, hits the upright. This is like a quiet pause for like 10 seconds. We all had a good laugh about it afterwards. But um, yeah, I <laughs> a mean. Laugh.
3: Like, had that a good was cry. the
2: loudest
0: clank too. Like it, like it wasn't even like up for yeah. debate. Like Just it was all, such yeah. a loud clank. It's like they had 40 microphones. <laughs> Yes. All right. uh, I, I'll never
2: forget it. But yeah, I mean, uh...
0: <laughs> unbelievable. What a great story. All right. There you go. Rob bizola Follow me on Twitter at Rob Pizola. Thank you for making time for us, Rob. All right, guys. Good luck with your bets this Let's, let's have uh, yeah, good luck with Etu Losteren tonight. That's let's all go. I'm gonna... Now I got to watch the game. All I'm going to be doing is following Etu Lost First right. goal or last. Let's get it. There you go. Rob bizola Thank you, Rob. Thanks, guys.